Hello and welcome to a new series of Going Underground. I'm Graham Smith, Editor-in-Chief of York Calling. In this series we have cast a wide net over the music and art scene in York and beyond. And to help me do this, I'm welcoming a new co-host. Miles Salter is a writer, musician and storyteller based here in York. He's the former director of York Literature Festival and, as I observed in my interview with him last year, he seems to know just about everyone in the York art scene. I'm very pleased to have him on board. In this episode, Miles chats to Juliet Forster, creative director of York Theatre Royal, about their upcoming season, Love Bites, which runs from the 17th of May to the 18th of May, both online and in their physical theatre space. Remember those? Tickets are available from the York Theatre Royal website and must be purchased in advance. As well as chatting about Love Bites, Juliet also shares details of what else is coming up at the theatre, including a visit from Hollywood actor Ralph Fiennes. York Theatre Royal has had a difficult 13 months, but it's about to burst back into life from the 17th of May with its new festival with a love theme, including Love Bites, which celebrates local artists with 20 commissioned love letters from local artists covering a range of art forms and disciplines. Elsewhere, the theatre features a solo show from Ralph Fiennes, and there is a play about Graham Greene and the spy Kim Philby. Juliet Forster is joining us to talk about what is happening. Juliet, thanks so much for talking to us. It's been a really trying year in all sorts of ways. Was it your intention that Love Season should have a feel-good atmosphere? Yeah, and it's funny you should say that because when we first announced the love season, it was um, we were going to open in February. We're going to, in fact, we were going to open on Valentine's night with a whole season of of love plays, which we thought would be really good because actually it's just something to celebrate love, human connection, all those kind of things. When it was going to be in February, there was a few plays that had sort of slightly darker themes in terms of their love um, uh, but as we then had to postpone and it gets further and further into the year we just thought no do you know what? everyone needs something really uplifting something really feel good um, to get out of this this uh, awful time that we've been in so yes very much the intention is for lots of fun things uplifting things you know maybe maybe the odd bit of a serious undertone but certainly something upbeat and 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 feel good. You put out a call to the local artistic community for Love Bites and you, and you invited creatives to submit their ideas. I think you had 200 responses. You whittled it down to 20. How easy was it to get it from 200 to 20? Really, really tricky. Honestly, Miles, there were so many really strong applications. I could have, I could have um, programmed the night sort of several times over with the ones that I really liked and I thought were really strong and people that we thought could deliver. What guided us really was just trying to get a, a, a range of, of yeah, different range of art forms, different approaches to that theme, and also some artists who were quite well established and others that were, um, uh, you know, more kind of up and coming, so that we were giving some new uh, people sort of um, uh, on the art scene a bit of a, a voice as well. Did you get some wacky ideas? Yep, one or two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think I'm going to go any further than that. That might be a down, down, down the pub one one night when we can all go back again, Miles. There's been a lot of use by theatres and festivals of digital platforms over the last year. And, and when you put out the call, you wanted people to think about the digital aspect of performance. Do you think that theatres will be taking the digital aspect of theatre and and performance and involving that more uh, in the future from now on? 
in the instance of Love Bites, the reason that we we asked for the digital was because we felt back then we weren't we, we were still not sure. You know, um, we could still be knocked back and not be able to do those two performances live if the government changes its roadmap, if anything kind of um, hinders it. So we thought if we've got a digital version as well, we can definitely share that um, instead of a, a live performance. But actually, I think it's all I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think it's all going to go ahead. And so we thought, well, it's really good that we can then share it and more people have a have a view of those pieces that we've commissioned but generally speaking the thing that we keep saying to each other is that we we almost don't want to make anything ourselves as a theatre without pointing a camera at it those are the kind of the, the the words in the in the future because I just think we're we're in a we're in that kind of slightly fragile time but also I think we've learned loads from um from the more use of kind of of div- digital versions of theatre or digital projects that actually we can reach further afield we can make more of something and definitely we want to kind of capture it I think uh, in the future so yeah I think you're right what about theatre purists what will they what will they make of this will will they will there be the audience members who just kind of uh throw their hands up in horror and say well this isn't theatre if, you, if you're going to be all go all digital with it I probably was um, a theatre purist probably up until this last year. Um, I don't think it will ever take away from live performance because we know there's something, you know, unique about the live experience and about us coming together and sharing a story in that way. But I do think there's an opportunity for more people to be able to access work, to uh, to see it. There is more maybe inventive ways that people can use in order to, uh, to incorporate more digital work actually into the live kind of experience. I think it's just going to get more imaginative. People are responding and, and beginning to think more and more and I think we'll see more of it in the future but I don't think it will ever replace let's just go and see a show let's go and be out together with a bunch of people in a space watching what is what's special about about live performance I came to your touring pantomime Uh, in December (laughs) and uh and it really did feel like that you know the sort of people being in the same room is, is is a is a good thing now, Ralph Fiennes is coming uh, for the world premiere of, of T.S. Eliot's Four Quartets, and that's 26th of July to 31st of July. That's really exciting, isn't it, to get him to York? Yeah, it's brilliant. That's a, it's, that's a real coup. We're really excited by that, and uh, and we hope a lot of people come and see it. And, yeah, brilliant. The first first ever stage version of Four Quartets is exciting, as well as Ralph, Ralph Fiennes, yeah. What else have you got in the, in the season? You, there's, there's the Damn United, and you've got a bit of Strindberg as well, I think. We've got a new version of Miss Julie coming. We've got a Romeo and Juliet by the Handle Bards. So that's likely to be very, very silly, very funny. The upbeat version of Romeo and Juliet, if such a thing exists, uh, rather than um, anything um, more than that. The Greatest Play, which you might have seen stuff about, uh, Julie Hesman Howe, and oh, lots of other things, lots of other things. Okay, well, love season is coming. It starts on the 17th of May, and all the information is on York Theatre Royal's website. Uh, Juliet, well done for hanging in there over the last year. And thanks very much for, for talking to us on the Going Underground podcast. It's really nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me.